0: What's up, the internet? Welcome to Minute uh, Nerd. What is this show? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What's up, the internet? Welcome to Nerd News Now, uh, part of the Kingdom of Geekdom uh, from Woodlands Online. I'm Kyle. That person is Miss Jen.
1: Hi,
0: Brainy may be joining us in a few minutes. We'll see what happens. But this is Nerd News Now.
1: I like your background. So
0: I know that there's other things that you guys say at the beginning of these things, but let's get to the news.
1: You you give us way too much credit for having said more things than what you just said. Well,
0: I mean, you get the name right the first time.
1: Well, and Mark is way more professional than all of us put together. So he's not here, the, the kids will play, I guess.
0: Right. The lunatics run the asylum, mm-hmm. which is how we get stories like my favorite story uh, of the week which we'll probably get to later, uh, which was our same story from a couple of weeks ago. Was it last week already? Or was it two weeks ago? I don't remember. But
1: I think it was just last week. We'll get to that.
0: Yeah. Um, but we'll start with, uh, uh, you know, one of my favorite movies is coming out. One of the movies I'm most excited about this year is coming out. One where a, uh, a giant colossal chimpanzee fights a giant colossal, you know, Elder God of a lizard. Um, mm-hmm. Godzilla versus King Kong. Um, <laughs> director Adam Wingard says that uh, King Ghidorah kind of haunts the movie after its death in Godzilla and King of Monsters. Uh,
1: like a very weird, like drop of a hint.
0: I don't think so. I think he's just saying that. Hey, uh, well, it says despite the the article. Says, despite 2019's Godzilla King of Monsters, King Ghidorah's presence will continue to be felt in the up- upcoming Godzilla versus Kong. Brainy's here. Hi, Brainy. Yes. Can't hear you. I'll nah, figure it out. But yeah, so, I mean, you can't go wrong adding King Ghidorah back into things, right?
1: Sorry well, about that. I agree.
0: Very good. Hey man. So, hey. They're not changing paths after King of Monsters. They're continuing down that same path. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's going to, you know, I need more I need more multi-headed serpent things in my life, and this is a good way to get them, I suppose.
1: So, Ghidorah doesn't operate the way that like a hydra would, right? You know, like cut off one mm-hmm. head and then another one appears. <sighs>
0: No, I think it's limited in the number of heads it can have. However, you know, I don't think one is any less fierce than the other. I don't think it's like, you know, those commercials where one head is smart, one head is mean, and one head is just has attention deficit disorder. Mm -hmm. Like, I think I don't think that's how it works, but hmm. I think I'm the attention deficit disorder head, (laughs) (laughs) you know, if we were if we were King uh King Ghidorah, I would definitely be the mean one. Um Jen would be the one that like tries to help everybody like the head that doesn't exist in real King Ghidorah. and Brady could be the ADD one. It's true. There we go. That's our bill. Right? No, it's it like I said though. I mean, I I like that they're not just running away from uh you know the the last movie you know, the King of Monsters. I like that they're sticking with that. Going, hey, it happened. It's canon. There's no reason to not make it not
1: canon. I need to go back and watch, because I can't remember how it ended, but I remember there being some kind of like, Ghidorah related something at the very end. Didn't they find like a piece of him in the ice or something?
0: I don't fully remember either. I mean, like I said, Adam Wingard is saying he died, but Mm -hmm. like... What does that mean? Because mm-hmm. how do you kill a three-headed monster? You know, do you remove all of the heads? Then do they grow back? Is it that
1: kind of thing? Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering.
0: All right, I have no clear, I have no clear indication uh, as to how that would work, but I'm down for it. I'm here for it. It's totally my jam. So.
1: My call is um, that evil, evil segments of Monarch take the genetics that are left over from those pieces of meat and create their own.
0: Well, and was that the other announcement we got for uh, about this movie? Is that you know there is a new kind of certainly for a uh, clandestine organization um, as part of this movie. So they're. they're they're
2: stealing a uh, script from Jurassic Park, basically.
1: Or the Avengers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so yeah. during the same interview with Collider, uh, uh, the director said that it will feature a sinister company named Apex. Oh. Um, yeah, which let's just hope it's that whatever its acronym is, is better than the acronyms in the Marvel Universe for the most part.
1: I hope it's Ape. With a giant X on it.
0: Yeah. Okay, I keep behind that one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um but uh, you know, it's uh we were talking about we were talking about some character the other night, uh, and she had joined hate, which was a high high action or high anti terrorist enforcement or anti terrorism enforcement. Like, why would you call it hate? Why would you just call it the inter- like why don't you just call it CTU or something? Like didn't make any sense, but Anyhow, I'm hoping Apex is better. Um Marvel has some great names, man. You got Sword, you
2: got Sealed,
1: Aime. you got
0: AIM. Okay, you name you name three. <laughs> Hydra. Yeah, maybe four. <laughs> but like when you start really getting into some of the acronyms that have existed, they're pretty bad. Thunder, not a great one. <laughs> um, you know, uh if you bring in the man from Uncle. It's a whole other thing oh, that's right oh my god you have to bring back uncle mm-hmm. but the other the other thing is uh it brings uh this movie they they talk about the hollow earth mythos as well mm-hmm. yeah which is super fun because you know you have flat earthers round earthers the earth is a donut and then you have the one this one which is the earth is a kinder egg um, <laughs> You know, it's hollow, and then there's fun stuff in the middle. It's just a what jelly. Well, I, I, I like the idea of it's one of those, you know, one of those chocolate eggs that you get, you got a crack, and there's a toy inside. <laughs> yes. uh, the Wonder Balls. Yeah, Wonder Balls. Yeah, Kinder Egg. There were a bunch of them, yeah. Oh, now I'm going to have the – I'm going to have the – oh. What's in the Wonder oh, Ball? Yeah, I, I wonder, 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 wonder. Wonder, wonder, What's in the Wonder Ball? Right, it's gonna be stuck in my head. Ah, uh, no, but it's yeah. interesting, you know. Um, <laughs> like this, this movie is taking on all of these different levels, and I'm I'm excited to see all of the different little parts to it. You know, but like how does it expand on the Hollow Earth mythos? I want to know. You know what does King Ghidorah have to do with it? What is Apex? Why is Godzilla, you know, like?
2: They they, they will have to do, answer a lot of questions in a two-hour movie, so we'll see we'll see where they go with it, or, or three-hour. I don't know how long they're making. It might be a three-hour movie. Uh, considering it's King Kong and Godzilla, it might be a three-hour
0: movie. So let, let,
2: let's see where they go with it.
0: I'm curious. As long as it's shorter than Justice League or whatever, the Snyder Cut, we're in good shape. Is there
2: ever going to be a Snyder cut? Is that ever coming out? Or are we going back to
0: Snyder says? What well, are. I sent you guys a photo that says he keeps saying stuff. <laughs> like and some of it has nothing to do with him. Right? <laughs> so the first story I read is that Snyder's wife, Deborah, who's a producer says, Hey, you know how he said, watch the whole movie, like with an intermission. She's going, maybe don't do that. Look, if the wife is telling you telling you that maybe this isn't the one sitter <laughs> on this movie, maybe there's a problem, right? Uh, but they are they are releasing – she was talking about they're releasing some technology with HBO Max where, um, you know, when you stream, it's on a timeline, right? And if you need to go to a different part, you can screen, stream to a timeline. They're releasing some what sounds like some technology like the old DVD scenes feature where you could go into a DVD menu and just select the scene you wanted to start at and it'd pick up from there. Okay. Except in streaming, which could be really, really cool, especially if you wanted to sit down and say they do a mega cut of the Marvel universe, right? And it's click, this is where I want to pick up in this universe, and you can just choose one, you know what I mean, one stream and just jump to the part you need so you can watch justice league
2: you can start it right at the start of the credit end credits and finish it at the end credits and you're done with it right
0: well that might get you the four seconds of new footage (laughs) it's gotta (laughs) be the end credits right no I, i said that that was interesting to me at least this new kind of technological bit right if nothing else i will be grateful for that
2: yeah, I mean, as you mentioned, it's not technically new. It's been around for a while. It's just being presented in a different manner and streaming. Right, it's um, not something know.
0: we've seen on streaming.
2: Correct. Um, though you know, you you still got the the really fast forwarding you can do on HBO Max. So You just you know, mm-hmm. hey, I, you know. So I mean, yeah,
0: I like the jump jump aspect of it at least. That'd be cool. yeah. Um- But then there were like other stories where he said stuff like Zack Snyder says that Gal Gadot was going to quit acting before she got Wonder Woman. Maybe isn't that something you let her say? Also, what relevance is that of yours?
2: I have not seen some, well, except for our former president, but someone just try to take one topic and stretch it as far as they can to help benefit themselves. And, and it's I think Snyder's doing experience. that right now. Snyder.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm dragging this ragging on Zack Snyder, you know, topic pretty far.
2: No, I mean, uh, you know, Snyder's taking – he's not giving up on that movie, which, again, you know, he gave us his supposed heart and soul mm-hmm. uh, into that movie, and, you know, he, he shouldn't be bashing it, um, you know, uh, Putting everything out there. I honestly have not seen the movie in its entirety. Maybe one of these days I'll sit down and watch it. Um, but everybody warned me against it. So, you know, I watched a few minutes here and there. That's about it. So,
1: I wonder well. if, uh, if, as part of his like pitch to make the new cut, that the, the studio said, okay, well, then you've got to keep it relevant every day and in front of everybody's face so we can recoup the money that we're going to give you to make this new cut. <laughs> so, You've got to get more people onto streaming. Come up with some ideas to, to write out the list of every day what you can post.
2: And, and that might be the go. other reasons why he's doing this is, yeah they might be threatening his um, funding for that, the new cut. You never know. It, it, it actually could be. That's why he's trying to keep it all relevant.
0: There's another, there's another Snyder story that I'm not going to touch because I can't not make fun of it, but it's a nice story. You know, so we'll just move on. It's about who the film is dedicated to, and people can go find that. I but I can't not make fun of the movie. So I don't want to touch that story. Um, Zack Snyder received no pay to remake the Justice League. Good because I still am waiting for my money back from the first time I watched it. <laughs> um, you know, uh, originally planned a Bruce Bruce Wayne Lois Lane romance. Why, uh, you know, a mind-blowing cameo? Who cares? I still won't watch it. Like, <laughs> it's like this is the thing, right? He's trying to keep this movie in front of everybody, but the th- he buried the lead in it, which is that there's supposedly a Green Lantern cameo. Ooh, okay. Right. Um.
1: I mean, they had me at, at Martian Manhunter, so I'm going to watch it for Martian Manhunter.
0: Like I said, my th- yeah, I, I can get behind Martian Manhunter, but like, mm-hmm. here's the thing. If if there's a chance to fix what happened with the last Green Lantern movie, mm-hmm. you know, by bringing him into the Justice League and introducing him into the new DCEU or whatever, I think that is a worthwhile cause. He's kind of a big deal in the Marvel universe yeah. to just be absent. The DC universe. Right? Or DC universe. What did I say? Marvel. Yeah, DC. I should maybe grab an energy drink and see if my brain will kick in. Um, <laughs> but right. I mean, it's he's kind of a big deal in the DC universe to just be absent from all the films. Even if you can't use the Ryan Gosling version, or Ryan Reynolds version, Ryan, Ryan,
1: people be showing up. Ryan,
0: you know, the Ryan Ryan version. version.
1: Some studio, whatever Ryan it was. Wait, that could work. Hey,
2: you never know. They maybe swapped them in between. We never noticed. It was a different Ryan every single scene.
0: Don't care. Even if you can't use the existing version, get him back into the universe. That's all I'm saying. Need to move on before I completely melt down on this. Um, Miss Jen, you mentioned it before we were on the air. Uh, The rumor mill. The MCU will introduce Big Hero 6 characters. Uh, Uh, Recent rumors suggest that Big Hero 6's Baymax and Hero will make a live-action debut sometime soon in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Interesting. Where
1: would we put him, though? Trying to think. Oh, well, you know what? Shang Chi, maybe.
2: One of the advantages they have with what they're doing with Vision is they can open it up to a lot. They can open up, you know, basically what they did with the Ultimate Universe, or the Ultimatum, rather, where they basically merged—what uh, they do—merged three universes or four universes together. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they have that opportunity right now. They they may be going that route as well. You know, they could bring Baymac, which would be cool. Uh,
0: those are excellent characters. Where got do it. you remember do you remember the original miniseries who led the team?
2: For which one?
0: For Big Hero Six. In the original Scott Lobdell miniseries. Oh. No. Silver Samurai.
1: Hmm. Interesting.
0: Which gets you—you you go one degree from Silver Samurai, and you're the Wolverine.
1: Yeah, you are.
0: So one degree from the Wolverine is the X Men, uh-huh. which brings us back around to Wanda Vision. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All roads lead to Wanda. Is that what you're saying?
0: Uh, well, all roads lead to uh,
2: Agatha, but yeah. Agatha. yeah. But we, we, we've we all watched it, right? Before we get into it. Miss mm-hmm. Jen? I'm good.
0: I'm good. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, I figured we'd come around to that a little bit later, but I mean, we can go to it right now. I mean, this week, I... This Wait, before week, before we
2: jump sweet. into... I'm sorry. Before we jump into that, let's go back to the the Big Hero 6. hmm is it just there there's a is there a cameo that we missed or is
0: there something just rumors going around uh rumor a recent rumor suggests that disney's or the big hero six is and Hero hero make a live action debut sometime soon um the do do do, do, do. um i'm literally this oh. interview this article was posted a minute
2: before i brought it up Oh, so it's not really, they may not have a, a cameo anywhere. It's just somebody or somebody spreading rumors about it.
1: That's true. And as we were getting ready to come on the air, I, you know, I can see the eBay eBay sales that happened on my phone and, oh. and big hero six was selling more than once. So whatever, okay. whatever the rumor is, people like that rumor.
0: <laughs> okay. Um,
2: We can come back to it, Kyle. <laughs> the series
0: was dropped. The series. Okay. So they're doing a. Uh, they've got a thing coming out uh, based on Baymax titled Baymax Returns, um, which aired on Disney XD in 2017. The series was developed by Buzz Lightyear of the Star Command and Kim Possible creators Mark Corkle and Bob Schooley. A spinoff series titled Baymax has been confirmed for development by Walt Disney Animation Studios and will premiere on Disney Plus in 2022.
2: Okay. It's
0: animated though. It's, it's not live right. action. Right. But there's some uh, Marvel Studios has not confirmed or denied that big hero six characters will be appearing in live action form come in an upcoming MCU product. But the rumors are there that it's probably happening. Okay. I'd like to see it as a mixed. I'd love to see a CGI Baymax kind of with a mixed, you know, um, who framed Roger Rabbit kind of live action with animation mixed together in that universe. I think that would be fun. Actually set it in Tokyo. Yeah. You know. But I'm telling you, Silver Samurai to Wolverine to Wolverine to the X-Men to the X-Men. to. A- so there, there, there's a possibility. I mean, we, we can mm-hmm. bring it in. There are a lot of ways to get there. That's the nice thing about Big Hero Six, right? Is that there are a lot of ways to get there. A lot of roads leading that direction.
2: Well, that could be said with any Marvel character, except for Spider-Man universe, because you know, it's because of Sony ownership. Right? Um, yeah. in fact, that's, a, that's the only property they don't have the rights to anymore, right? It's uh, Spider-Man and friends. Everything else belongs to Disney. Do they now. have Wolverine? Yes, that came with Fox. X-Men came with Fox. Wolverine was an X-Men character. So that's back with Disney. Okay. Um, I don't know about their European characters. But that's going in tandem. Let's go back to Miss Vision, Miss Vision, Mr. Vision, Miss Vond, whatever. Agatha. Let's go back to Agatha. Agatha.
0: Agatha.
1: Yes.
2: Miss Jen, what's your thoughts?
1: I don't know that everyone's starting to think that everything centers around her. I knew it was something I knew it couldn't be as straightforward as Wanda is controlling everything. I knew there had to be some twist that's going on. So it's, it makes sense. She's been there since the very beginning. So like, she's like, there's been only three characters that have been there since the beginning of the show and it's Wanda vision and her. So it it could all center around her.
0: Right. So let can I make my me culpa now?
1: Oh, of course.
0: Okay. I've been saying the series was meh. You know, the first two and a half, three episodes were great. There were there were sparks of greatness here and there. And then the last episode was just like, oh my gosh, I'm so in. I'm so happy. Like it did exactly what I wanted it to do. It went from trying to conform to everything that had already been. Right, like that was my problem with it, is it felt like it was this original thing, and then it was oh hey, guess what? Here are the square jawed suited guys to mess it, you know, to horn it into everything else that it already does. And then all of a sudden we get Agathon. I'm like, Okay, fool me once, shame on me. I'm good with it. Um but that being said, like it took me a minute. To roll through the Rolodex and figure out all of the Agatha tendrils, as it were. Mm-hmm. You know, which is good, because it's a character that I don't know how many people know.
1: So what did you learn right? in your research? What did you what what do you think they're connecting to?
0: The way I know Agatha Hartness is that she was Reed Richard's nanny. And she was a uh uh what was Silver Surfer to um Herald? Yeah, she she's a herald of Dormammu. Okay. She so she and Mephisto are tied to Dormammu like on an equal plane. Interesting. Um but she was Reed Richards' nanny. So in my mind this is the door being opened for the Fantastic 4 because she's connected to Reed so directly. (coughs) But it could also just be opening the door for, you know, one of my favorite characters in the history of the Marvel Universe in Dormammu. You know, who would be way better than Mephisto. I I
2: thought Dormammu was in the the Doctor Strange movie.
0: But he was, but I'm saying opening the door for his return. Well, you know, for more story with him.
2: It's going to be hard to do because um, film production is a lot more expensive than comic book production. So bringing back a character for them might not be more beneficial. Or uh, they can start a new story arc with a new character.
0: Uh, well, unlike, I mean, unlike, they, could, they could even leave him off screen. You know, no, no, she's no. We'll, her, we her don't want another Cloud Galactus. <laughs> well, but it's, she's taking her cues from him, you know, that kind of stuff. Mephisto can exist because, you know, spoiler alert, we all know who the boys are mm-hmm. and what happens to the boys. Well, so then- now you've got both of them and you can very easily tie them back into another MCU, you know, to another film level, like a right. feature level movie those two characters. And it's just this other thing is happening over here on the side. Um, you know, it doesn't have to be direct correlation. It can be sort of an indirect. And the, the correlation may be there since they, they hinted at it being
2: in the basement. Well, not just, they showed us that it was a basement leaning down with the tunnel. So they could be, you know, a pathway to hell or heck or whatever, you know, I'm sorry. I, you know, some people don't like that term. Um, so there so is that possibility, realm- right?
0: Uh-huh. Right, um, but like I said, it's you don't have to. You don't have to have Dormammu in the in the show. You can have you can have uh, Agatha, you know, and whoever winds up playing Mephisto in the movie, which is a lot cheaper. Um, in that regard, you know, Catherine Hahn. You know, and that's how I knew she was gonna be something in the in the show is Cat you just don't go out and cast Katherine Hahn as the wacky neighbor unless she's gonna be carrying serious comedy chops
1: uh-huh.
0: or she's gonna be something. Wait, and which she was. You know, you know she, she did keep the comedy chops going in that
2: show. So yeah,
0: she did, yeah. She, did she But did as the really show well. became but I thought as the show became less of a sitcom take up. Her, her being there became more and more conspicuous, you know, cause you think about her in like parks and rec where she comes in and does a handful of episodes is absolutely hysterical and then leaves, you know, her in a bunch of other sitcoms where she comes in, does a few episodes is absolutely hysterical and leaves all of a sudden she's there and they're not giving her those jokes. They're not really playing to that strong suit. There's got to be something else up. And early on in the show, when she was hinting at that, she knew that it was a construct. You know, some kind like why, why does she know and nobody else does? Or why is she able to vocalize it when nobody else is? So clearly she's somehow outside of the traditional situation. And again, I love Katherine Hahn. I think she's hysterical in everything she does. You know, um, Bad Moms was awesome. Even though that movie wasn't for me, I thought it was awesome. And she was great in it. So I'm glad to see that she's going to be a big thing. What do you guys think of the mid-credit scene?
2: You guys saw the mid-credit scene, right? I should ask that first. I did, but I don't remember it. Me either. Uh, Uh... it's where they, it's, um. what's her name? Oh, my God. The captain that breaks through the wall, what's her name? Monica Rambo? Monica. Monica Rambo and um, oh, Big
0: Pedro. Sneaker's going to sneak? Yes, Sneaker's going to sneak. Sneaker's going to snoop? Yep. I want, I so want somebody to do a parody video. Snoop, 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 Snoop. you know, um, of the Taylor Swift song, um, you know, uh, you know, I, I like the fact that, you know, she's now in some real peril, um, I like the fact that we get to see that recast Pietro was actually, uh, I'm gonna forget his name, uh, I'll look it up. Um, I gotta believe that, that pH, that recast Pietro was actually, uh, Johnny Scratch. The question is who? Nicholas Scratch. Who
2: recasted him?
0: Was it Wanda or was it, uh, Agatha? It looks like, because if you watch the scene, you know, he looks like Pietro, And Wanda goes Pietro, she can't really figure it out. You know, she knows it's weird. Correct. If she had recast him, she wouldn't be shocked by that, would she? But I I think at that point she's doubting
2: her own self. She's doubting, you know, what's happening around her. She she thinks it's her causing everything. Of course, we all think it's her causing everything as well. So it could be in her mind that she's like, hey, why didn't why did I make Petra, like this. Why is he look different? But you know, in her mind, but she still wants to be. Oh yeah, this is my
0: brother. Maybe I did bring him back to life. Right, but I gotta believe that it's Nicholas Scratch. That that's who that character is. Quite possibly. Who is, now, who is Agatha's son? Which brings me back to
2: that last scene. Um, is he there to interrupt her, or is he there to help Monica? Um, because you know that's where they ended. They ended with the two of them right there, and him making that one. Uh, you know, sneaker's gonna sneak. Um, is he there to help her, or is he there to stop her from going in to prevent
0: whatever's gonna happen between Wanda and uh, Agatha? I didn't do a ton of research on him, so I just pulled him up, and there's a lot of stuff that uh, <laughs> could be very interesting with him. Uh, including his connections to Shumagora in the multiverse, uh, Salem 7. But also, you know, he's tied directly to Mephisto and he's tied directly to Dormammu. I mean, we all, you know, at any time you see the kids, you know that's where it's heading. So, you know, it's an interesting look that he would be, you know, the recast Pietro. That would explain why he's got the connection to Mephisto in the show. Should Mephi- should the story of Mephisto come from where we think it's coming from? Um, and then Dormammu, if he and his mother are indeed working together with Dormammu to do whatever Dormammu wants done. The thing I can't figure is what does the dude from S.W.O.R.D. know that we don't know? Uh-huh. That's another,
2: that's actually a good question as well. Um, was this, tar- when he was targeting with the missiles, was this target early Wanda or was it uh, Agatha at that point? Does he know Agatha's Agatha?
0: <clears throat> right. They are neighbors, then, right? Right. And a nuke would definitely do them both in. Yep. Um, but the other, the other part of that for me is what does he know that we don't know? And then what do they know? What does. And I'm going to forget her name. Kat Dennings know about what's happening to Monica Rambeau that we all know, but we don't want to talk about. You know, are we going to get full blue Monica Rambeau? You know, in the at the end of this or is is, it
1: is the the fact that 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 character keeps on mentioning Darcy keeps on mentioning that. The, there's some changes that are happening in the molecular level to Monica every time she enters.
0: Right, is that what I'm saying? Is it? Is this how she gets her powers in this universe, or is it something else? The well, truth we'll is out, out there. Mm-hmm. All right. This
2: is episode seven six.
0: Seven. There's two more.
2: Okay. We'll see where it goes.
0: Uh-huh. Absolutely. I, I, I. You know, it's one of those things. That I was okay with waiting every week. You know, after for the last few episodes, and now I'm like, crap! I hate this not being able to binge it. Well, now I'm having that built up frustration that Jen called me out for a week or so ago.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now you know what it was like back in you know 1995 and six when X Files was on. It was like. You get to the end of the season and lose your mind because you knew how long it was going to be until you figured out what was going on next.
0: Hey, I came up on 24 and Mm -hmm. NCIS and some of those shows where it was highly serialized and you had to wait every week. Mm -hmm. You know, But you had multiple shows at that time to distract
2: you at the same time with similar content. Where in X-Files, it was just one X-Files. That's all you had was X-Files. And you didn't have a choice to wait. Where with NCIS, you could watch that. You can watch the, the other CSI game games, shows. You had uh, Criminal Minds at the same time running around. So, you know,
0: you had choices. It's true. I didn't take any of them, but it, it is true I did have choices. I mean, I could have watched Lost. I never did. Yeah, that was,
2: uh, you know, one I, I just kept waiting. That was one I was waiting to binge, actually. Um I'm like, all right, I'll wait, I'll wait, I'll wait, and then last episode came. People are like, "What the?" I'm like, yeah, I have to watch this. Forget
0: it. It's like Lost, and it's like Lost and Breaking Bad, where the were shows like that for me. Like, I'll watch them when they're done. And then it's like the hype; it can never live up to the hype at this point. Same with Game of Thrones. I've never seen any Game of Thrones. I think it can never live up to the hype now. You know, I've got to wait a few years until it's just everything's completely gone from the collective consciousness.
1: I don't think that's fair because like, somebody I, talked I was, to me about
0: the show that was on a decade ago.
1: I was I was super resistant to Big Bang also because because I don't like to be told this is the coolest thing ever, you have to watch it kind of thing. I was like, Well I wanna I wanna be the kid that's watching the weird stuff. But uh, you know, I we finally like maybe two years in, finally gave in and started watching it. It was like, No, well, we totally understand why everyone's watching this show. It's amazing. Why we why were we resistant for two years? We're dummies. <laughs>
2: My my wife and I were the same way with Big Bang. Uh we didn't we, we watched the first couple of episodes and we're like, show isn't it? And, you know, we sat down and as it progressed, uh, you know, we watched the entire season. Um Breaking Bad, I believe, actually lived up
0: to the hype. I think that show lived up to the hype it had. Um but I watched it and I was like, Yes. Now I don't believe it can match the mythos. Like, so what I've decided I'm gonna do is I'm gonna wait for Better Call Saul to be over. <laughs> Which are still making Better Call Saul, and I'm just gonna in a couple of years, I'm gonna sit down and watch the whole universe. Um, might not be a bad idea. I, I still think you should watch. Just watch it. It might be one more unworth- That's I, I. don't know. Maybe it's my opinion. Uh, hey, I'm a big. I'm okay with waiting a couple of years until it's done, and then getting the whole picture at one time. You yeah. know, it's not a bad um, way to look at it. You know,
2: I couldn't get into Sopranos. I still haven't gone past season. I might still be in
0: season one, season two. You know, I was like that think- with The Wire. I didn't watch The Wire for a while after it was over. Mm-hmm. But then I sat down and just kind of was like, okay, I'm going to watch it now. And it was great because I got to see the whole picture. I got to understand everything about it. And I got to, you know, I could really uh, attach to it. But I know we're on kind of a short time window here. So one of the other stories I picked up is that uh, <sighs> Ray Skywalker wants to be Spider Woman. Daisy Ridley wants to be Spider-Woman?
1: She wants to be Jessica Drew Spider-Woman, specifically?
0: Yeah, I mean, there,
2: there are there are a few Spider-Woman. Wo- women, women, women. It would be woman, right? Yeah, because it is yeah. the name of the character.
0: Uh, when asked which Marvel comic hero she'd like to play, Star Wars Daisy Ridley, Ridley said she'd love to portray Spider-Woman. Um, I would love to play Spider-Woman, Ridley told author Sarah Wilson. When asked about casting rumors suggesting she might play Jessica Drew, In the Sony Pictures universe of Marvel characters, Ridley also told Wilson that she loved the animated feature Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse and has been a big fan of Marvel's latest series, WandaVision. I I vote Daisy Ridley for Dormammu.
1: What? (laughs) She's got
0: range. She could pull it off.
1: She needs bass in her voice. She can't just...
0: (laughs) She's got range. She could pull it off. Oh, no.
2: We have, we have uh, post-editing software that will help her voice reach that range. Yeah.
1: I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we both know that that's not, that you cannot get to a super deep range and make it sound right. Because Kyle and I worked on that, that I wanted it for my mishmash lead-in. He tried it. I had to actually find someone right. with a deep voice on my staff.
0: <laughs> my voice is low enough. It can I can get it low, yeah. but I can't get it truly bassy, you know, and then, yeah, I get it, but like I said, it's one of those things. Is that all right? I don't, I don't have a problem with her playing Jessica Drew. I would like to see somebody who I don't recognize as another character from another thing. No, is Jessica Drew?
1: Well, I, I just saw, I just saw Ridley in a part. Uh, it was a trailer for something where she has like short blonde hair. It's almost unrecognizable. Like it, it, in her part when she's actually acting. So I, I think she's got range. I mean, we haven't seen her in enough to say, is she going to be like um, a Ryan Reynolds person who you it's, it's Ryan Reynolds playing a character as Ryan Reynolds? Or can she become other characters? And I, from what I saw in this trailer, she can become other people.
0: Yeah. Like I said, I'm totally open to it. I just like I said, I. Deep down in my heart, I'd like to see him go with somebody who hasn't been in a a franchise movie like that. You know, that's why I don't want Jennifer Lawrence because she'll always be, you know, the the Hunger Games girl.
1: Uh-huh. You know, better.
0: in franchise movies. Uh-huh. You know, the same as you know, uh, the same as as uh, Daisy Ridley will always be the Star Wars girl. The same as. Uh uh, what's her name from Game of Thrones will always be the girl from Game of Thrones. The same as you know, and, and this was my problem in the Spider-Man movie. Topher Grace is always the dude from that 70s show. Like Which
1: is sad because he's a really great actor, but yeah, I agree with is. you. I I ex- I watched the whole we, film expecting we, him to be silly He wasn't, but <laughs> my brain was telling me at some point he's gonna crack a joke.
0: Um well and he was in that movie about being in the clan that was like a super serious movie. Mm-hmm. He portrayed David Duke, and I'm still going, Yeah, but when is Red Foreman gonna come in and call him a dumbass? Yeah, that's that's what I'm expecting. So, what was the other movie he did? Uh, I forgot what the name
2: was, where he's a young executive and takes over a magazine. Um, and that was a serious role for him, too. Man, what what was
0: it called?
1: I can't remember,
0: but yeah, he. Either that or he's got to start growing facial hair like Robin Williams. When Robin Williams grew facial hair, he won Oscars. Maybe that's what Topher Gracie needs to do. If he wants to play a serious role, grow a beard. You, you, yeah, you can't put him in the same league as Robin Williams. Robin Williams you know, was one of those individuals. I'm just saying guys. that was his chameleon thing. Like Robin Williams grew a beard for serious roles. That was his chameleon thing. He's still always Robin Williams, but when he grew the beard, you knew, okay, this he's not going to break into the genie
1: voice. I mean, there's other actors that have, that have have overcome this problem, but just through time. I'm trying to think of his name. Who's the guy that played Robin, who was in um,
2: Chris O'Donnell?
1: No, the the more modern one. He was in Inception and about a million other movies. Oh,
0: um, he was on Third Rock from the Sun.
1: Yeah, like he overcut um, the, his third rock from his son persona, which was very silly. Oh, the, and now and he's like, not, he's that right. dude. Um, he's a really great actor. Joseph gordon thanks like,
2: did that. He he went from being a comedic actor. some buddies. Into, into,
0: yeah, right. But he had to grow a few beards. Like, let's be real. He had to do Castaway and grow a beard. Like, I think that's the key, man. You got to grow a beard. Um, so, I'm just saying that because no, I can't just, do it. <laughs> I've we'll seen me in the comedic
1: pictures. No, um,
0: yeah, no, uh, but Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, I mean,
1: yes, you. I want yes. to say
0: Thomas e. and Nicholas, but I'm going—that's the wrong dude. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, so like I said, I'm open to it. It's just—it's not something that—it's that's not my ideal casting. But I'm hoping to see—I'm open to seeing what'll happen. Yeah,
2: yeah. So I, we got. I, tra- mm-hmm. I try to keep an open mind as far as casting is concerned, and that might just be because you know. Looking at it from the backstage of uh, um, actors and everything, so it, it's um, it's good to keep an open mind and giving them the opportunity. But yeah, you are absolutely right. We we've typecasted almost every character to what
0: we see them as our favorites.
2: Um, yeah, so, you know, it, it is right. difficult to get past
0: that, but we we try. I it's I have a hard time, especially you know looking at an actor or whatever, who was really famous for something.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then all of a sudden they're doing something different. I'm going, I don't buy it. You know, um, to me, it's the equivalent of taking Kevin Smith and making him play a lawyer in a law movie. Like, no, that's silent Bob. <laughs> like, that will always be no. silent. Bob.
2: Interestingly enough, if you take Kevin and put him in a lawyer scene right now, one, I think he can pull it off. Oh, absolutely. Two, it's been so many generations since Silent Bob to now that the newer generation won't see him like that. Two years. Two
0: years ago. But you know um, what I
2: mean.
0: <laughs> no, it's it's super true. I mean, more people know Kevin Smith is the dude who directs The Flash than know him as the dude who directed Dogma. Yep. But you know, it was the same thing. Is that I was just seeing Ben Affleck as the guy who was in Dogma, the guy who was in Chasing Amy, and then all of a sudden, like he's a real legit actor. It wasn't as hard for me to switch. So maybe it's about length of time. With Affleck, I think his. The, it was more the movie, the
2: role he got in goodwill Hunting, which changed our perception than anything else. And that is something, you know, that's probably what people need is that one role that
0: says, oh, yeah, this person can do it. Mm-hmm. So I know we're on a kind of a tight time. Uh, Brainy's got to get out of here uh, in a few minutes. Uh, and I'll be real honest. I could use to go home and eat dinner. So uh, we new books coming out this week. Let's talk <clears throat> comics. We got
1: yeah
0: if you can do it in oh, just a few minutes here
1: we got the new crossover which i cannot wait for to see where this is going
0: i'm way behind on crossover
1: <gasps> oh my gosh
0: i've got them all i just haven't had time to read them
1: and department of truth it's like my two my two books that i have to read as soon as i come out are coming out this week that's crazy
0: and i know we got
2: these a couple of weeks ago but uh, by the horns officially releases this coming week yeah so that's uh, that um that was one of those books where the cover actually attracted me before the story you know before reading okay. the synopsis i am like oh that's a beautiful cover so
0: let's uh, let's check it out is that the unicorn's book
1: yeah that where she, unicorns she kills unicorns yeah
0: yeah yeah, yeah.
1: unicorn murderer yeah. who doesn't want to see that
0: hey I'm all for it. Unicorns are jerks. I watch Legends of Tomorrow. I know. <laughs> they um, Human Heart.
2: Chasing the Dragon is also a new series that's coming out. this, And I think that's also another book that people are going to overlook. Yeah.
1: Um, yes, absolutely. Uh, Marvel Voices Legacy comes out. Yep. Which I went deep on. So I must have read something that made me think that there's something big going on.
2: And I I didn't go that deep on it, which I might end up regretting.
0: Um,
1: well, you know, I got your back.
2: I appreciate that.
1: <laughs> and what other cool things?
2: There's a bunch but, of King of I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, there you're right. King black. Lots yep. of
0: black. Um, Two moons,
1: number one, I'm excited about.
0: Uh, Two moons is about a guy who is uh, he's, Indian, uh, mm-hmm. serving in the civil war. And, uh, while he's serving, uh, his shamanic roots come to bear and he's got to deal with his background, uh, and what is changing about him all the while backdropped against serving in the civil war.
1: That's way cool sounding
0: like historical <laughs> stuff like that. Um, uh, Jen, uh, Jen, you and I talked about it earlier, uh, it's finally coming. <gasps> stray dogs. Yes. yes, stray dogs.
2: Um that, that, I ordered a lot of stray dogs. I hope I'm you know um I was reluctant uh, to some extent, but then you know yeah, I saw Tony's pitch and this is yeah, it looks really good. The artwork looks really great as well. So um yeah. Yeah. we went heavy on that. Uh nuclear family is also coming out. Wow, we have a lot of there's a lot of new releases mm-hmm. this
1: week. Yeah, there's a uh, lot of new ones. Uh,
0: if you've yeah. not been paying attention to Tony Moore's serial or Terry Moore's serial, check that one out. Uh, it's issue two. You can probably get number ones if Air, you know if your store doesn't have them, they can probably get them from Diamond because I'm sure Ariel still has copies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was wild. <coughs> Same with Rain Like Hammers number two.
1: I uh, love Rain Like out. Hammers so much. It's such a calming book to read it's just there's <laughs> it's not about action or big drama it's just the most delightful thing
0: yeah um we talked about uh we talked about it for, it feels like this book's been out forever to only be on number 2 frank at home on the farm
1: i want to know what's going on in there i um, mean
0: dead end kids suburban job number 2
1: yep um
0: so how how
2: is frank Home on the farm. It's a book that I actually overlooked. I I didn't even pull number one, so it's something I'd go back and pull and check out. But what's your thought on it, guys? It
1: it looked to me, it feels like uh, we're definitely looking at a broken person that is dealing with post traumatic stress, and the the being at home on the farm is not about being home on a farm, but uh, his descent into like kind of madness. Interesting. the way I read it.
0: Yeah. I'll to, me, to, it it, it, to me, it reads a little more um, like the beginning of any movie where, at the end, the guy is getting led away in a straight jacket. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems pretty normal, but there's just certainly undertones of abnormalcy. Yeah. Um, and I would love. A twist where it's a Frankenstein story or something, you know, that that makes that abnormalcy even a little more amplified. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: You know, um, but I think we'll find out when we find out what Frank's trauma is. I think that will explain a lot. Um, So a book that's on my pull list. And I know for a fact my store forgot to order. So I'm going to have to wait for it. I'm back on reorder because I go, hey, did you order this? And they go, crap, we forgot. Uh, Paranormal Hitman from behemoth i
1: ordered big so big uh
0: yeah and maiden from heavy metal like guys if you haven't been paying attention to heavy metal recently yeah uh what's wrong with you joe illich is really turning the publisher around Mm -hmm. and all the guys who are there are like they really are about bringing heavy metal to the level it should have been at for a long time now
1: what's so funny is it I can remember when, I mean, they only had for a long time one book that they were running and it was Dorman, which I adored that series. And it was, I was like, surely they're going to do something else. Right. Cause this was, this worked for, for us. We sold a lot of them and then nothing for years.
2: And and that that's one of the downfalls of heavy metal is they were very inconsistent for very many years for as far as releases are concerned. And mm-hmm. it actually did take their books off of our radar. For quite some time. Uh-huh. And I know I, I missed a few in between, so
0: um so from Acme Inc. Uh I didn't know this was a book I needed, and I probably still don't. Rock and roll biographies oingo boingo. <laughs> <laughs>
1: totally
0: you you don't like need it, man.
1: <laughs> I totally ordered it. <laughs>
0: um but for real from black box comics, uh Shinokage number two, which has the this is the gorgeous Tony Moy watercolor yeah. cover. Uh, if you don't follow Tony Moy, go do it. He's a genius. Uh, Warcorns Combat Unicorns for Hire, number two. Again, more unicorns <clears throat> that are probably not for kids.
1: Yeah, Warcorns, number one, is completely sold out at distribution, by the way. just so you
2: know. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, I sold my copy. I'm like, ah, eh, so I'll, I'll get it on reorder. <laughs> I'll I, get second, I, third print.
1: So, Brainy, just so that you know, I just got my initial orders from uh from SourcePoint today. Oh. <laughs> so I have plenty of Warcorns and all the rest of the stuff that released that same week. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, if you can hold
2: one for me, it'd be great. Yeah, I will. Number one.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Anything right, else anybody's jumping on?
1: We got my apologies. On. There's a new well, spawn.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, there's a new spawn, but I, I will see you guys later. Thank you very much. My hand's freaking
0: out. The green screen is not having it with me waving to Brainy.
1: Oh, that's funny. It's like freaking out. Uh
0: Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, the Omega Mam, which I know that you know, Jen and I get to talk to Nick a lot. He's been all about. um, if you're not, maybe you ought to be.
1: Oh man, how could I miss this one? The amazing Bat Bark is out.
0: (laughs) Uh, But also on my list, and we'll talk about on my show the pull list tomorrow, uh, on which is every Tuesday on, you know, a different network. uh, Post Americana number three, Uh um, which I've really been loving from Image Comics. So,
1: oh, and I breathed a body number two. Finally, figured out some more stuff. Man, there's yeah. a lot of stuff to, that I want to read.
0: It's true. So, Jen, do we need to add anything? Any last-minute notes? Anything good for the good of the order?
1: Well, I don't think so. I think that there's so much stuff to get excited about that's coming up, and for our, you know, like viewing pleasures and reading pleasures. So, man, just like if you would just wrote down one thing from each of the. You know, like movies, TVs, and comics today that you wanted to be involved in and or to consume, you'd be pretty good.
0: Yeah, you're, you're having a good week. hmm So. All right. Well, then I will do the business of saying the thing, and we will get out of here uh, a little bit on time tonight. What? Right? Mm-hmm. Thank you for watching Nerd News Now, part of the Kingdom of Geekdom on Woodlands Online, sponsored by the Adventure Begins Comics and Space Cadets Collection Collection. Check out our other shows on Woodlands Online, like The Best You, Woodlands House and Home, Cooking Off the Cuff with Chef Wayne, The Adventure Begins Show, and Texas Storytellers, just to name a few. You can watch these on Woodlands Online and on our partner station, KVQT HD21 over the air on your TV. All of these shows and more are on Roku right now. Just search and add Woodlands Online TV to your streaming lineup. Now, you can listen to our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts, or wherever else you might find high-quality podcasts. Thank you for being here. For Miss Jen, I've been Kyle. That was Brainy was here, too. We will see everybody next week on Nerd News Now.